Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Friday. Welcome to Let's Chat, y'all. I am Leisha. You know, I got my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. Hey, T. Hey, Leisha, girl. How you doing this evening? Girl, I'm doing, I'm doing, girl. I'm doing. I had a little trouble. I couldn't get in for a minute there. <coughs> Me too. <laughs> you know, I was like, what's, what's going on? There's this mm-hmm. thing going on here, but we in, we're in, we're in. It is Friday, the end of the week. We are excited. We got my my home team on tonight, Reese World Publishing. We got uh, some of their authors, not all of them, but we do have some of them on coming to kick it with us tonight in the chat room, so I'm excited. So am I. You know, they have some great books, so make sure you guys are tuned in and Y'all better get those one clicks ready because y'all are going to be excited as much as Leisha and I, and let's get prepared for some great reads. I don't know if anybody is snowed in, but what better way to enjoy a snowed in day with, than with a good book? Absolutely, absolutely. Now, for all of those who didn't tune in last night, oh, my God, last night's show was so awesome, T. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! So, you know, we always try new things every year. We try to find new things, just things to interact and have a good time. And so we had our um, trending topic, and we had a trending topic message on Facebook. And when I tell you that people are still on there answering these questions, this question mm-hmm. and sharing it around, T, they are still answering the question. So. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I I just love it. Mhm. It was a good question. 
And if you're not sure what we're talking about and you wasn't able to tune in last night, just head on over to Lisa's page. There is a slew of responses. And like Lisa said, they have been shared all over. You may have seen it and didn't even know where it originated. But check it out. We'd love to hear your comments and your feedback on it because it's still going, It's a still a hot topic. Absolutely. So I'm excited um, that we just try to do different things. Later on in in this season, we'll be doing a live uh, during our mm-hmm. shows, which will be cool. I don't want to start that now because we got we got to do our hair and all that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Sometimes we <laughs> this new year just started. We just we just got here, you know, and so it's some other things that people <laughs> do. So mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. something to look forward to. Absolutely, but we do. We have fun here on Let's Chat, and so we appreciate everyone. We want you guys to make sure you add me and T on social media. Uh, add Let's Chat on Instagram. You know, we love mm-hmm. good reads. We look bougie over here, but we love a good read. <laughs> we certainly are. We certainly are. And for those that are just joining Lisa and I for the very first time, because we sometimes forget, you know, we always have new listeners night in and night out. But just to let you guys know what we do here on Let's Chat, we love celebrating literature the royal way, no matter what it may be. And not just literature, we have a slew of awesome music in our library. So we've had musicians on, we've had publishers, we've had actors, politicians, any walk of life has come to the doors of Let's Chat. So make sure you guys go check out our rich, rich archives. There may be a story or two in there or a show or two that you may be interested in. And once you get in there, you're going to find some great, great shows. So check out our archives. But we love having our guests come on and share their time with Lucia and I and just get to know them in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. And we invite our listeners to also interact. You know, if you ever want to talk to them or just chat it up with me and Lisa, just press your one. And we'll bring you on into the chat room. And uh, we just hope you guys are Excited for tonight's show with Reese World Publishing and the authors, some of the authors that are on there. Absolutely. First, we want to shout out our two homegirls. They one homegirl, but it's two. We got Tiffany uh, and TC Littles. It is her birthday today. Happy birthday from the ladies of the chat room. You know, we love, love, love when TC Little is in here. We cut up and have a good time, so we want her to have a happy, happy <laughs> birthday. Enjoy herself. Absolutely. It's a big birthday month, Leash. It seems like... Every time I turn around, there's a, at least about 10, 15 people celebrating a birthday. I was like, ooh, my birthday coming. <laughs> I get excited. <laughs> when I, when I get excited in January because my birthday coming in April. I'm already thinking about the April show. I'm like, what are we going to do for my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I did. You know, every year we always, if if you were, kind of remember every year that Keith Robinson is on the show, he always he's on the show uh, the week of my birthday. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm like, ooh, because, you know, he got his new album. I was like, we should try to get Keith on the show. You know, we got our mm-hmm. um, Twizzle stash over there because, you know, we love us some Keith. Oh, yeah. He got his own little spot over there, fresh Twizzlers, whenever he decides to pop into the mm-hmm. chat room. <laughs> Nicely silk press robe over there, just waiting to say Keith Robinson right there across the aisle. 
we're going to take a brief break. Oh, T. Okay, so mm-hmm. I have some news today. See, I, you know, oh. I, I always get excited when we have guests that come on the show, um, especially mm-hmm. when I get guests that um, are sometimes hard to get. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to get one particular guest on the show. And, you know, most right. of the time, depending on how far I reach up, um, I'll get the, well, I'm not able to, um, mm-hmm. maybe this time of year, reply. But this particular right. time, I didn't get that. I got, um, Dr. Such and Such is not able to appear on that day. Uh-huh. However, he would uh, like to refer his, um, uh, I don't even think, I can't even think of the name he used. I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. So we are getting Dr. <laughs> Oscar D. Underwood, founder of C Prep. He will be on this in the chat room in February. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the author of Bumblebee's Can't Fly. Um, mm-hmm. He is an educator, an author, a speaker, and I'm excited because we're going to have him on in February. And so I was like, wow, I love it when we're able to get um, just get sometimes get people that seem outside of my reach, right? And for them to want to come spend time here in, in the chat room is just amazing, and it just humbles me when you share things like that. <laughs> right? Because see, I was trying to get I've been trying to get Dr. Perry, Steve uh, Stephen Perry, um, for two years to come on the show, and every time I ask, he's always busy. And so normally uh-huh. the the letter I email I get is um, no, you know, unfortunately he's not able to or not able to appear. But this time he mm-hmm. didn't. He wanted us to consider his colleague for an interview, and I thought that I'm like that's a start. It wasn't like a no. It was like a right. I can't do it myself, but let me. Let me let me refer my friend over to you because I think you know it's still to be a good show. So we're gonna have a bumblebees can't fly, the uh, state of our children show. That'll be our show in February. Um, we're going mm-hmm. to have uh, Lux House, the men of the mm-hmm. house, Christy Lux and the men oh. of the house. They'll be here in March. I'm just really excited. Mm-hmm. I get excited when we're able to do these things. Absolutely. And for all of those that don't know, if you don't listen to this show, um, I recently was able was given an opportunity to work on uh, Pastor Torre Roberts' um, launch team for his new book, Wholeness, that comes out February the sixth. And I'm excited Mm -hmm. because I've been trying to get his find ways to get his wife on the show. Literally, 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 I've been trying to get Sarah Mm -hmm. Jakes Roberts on the show. And mm-hmm. uh, it just so happened I was trying. I know somebody that knows um, her her assistant or her dad's assistant, and I was trying to go through that way to you know go through who you know to get her on the show. And then I was like, man. And then she started her own podcast. And you know, normally when um, stars or um, a listers when they start their own podcast, you can forget about an interview because they don't need to do an interview. They have their own platform, mm-hmm. right? And so right, right. I don't know how it happened, but something happened, and this opportunity fell in my lap. 
um, like a week or so after, and I was like, wow, something just told me, like, I'm going to get her on the show. I might have to go through a different direction, but when this happened, I was like, wow, I could probably get them both on the show. So I'm excited to be working with uh, his team, his launch team for the mm-hmm. wholeness um, book. We, I got to get the mm-hmm. first three chapters. The new book comes out in February. I get it next week. It was mm-hmm. like 90% off, and it's the wholeness of winning in life from the inside out, y'all. Make sure y'all head yeah. over to Amazon and one-click and pre-order your copy today. I appreciate being able to work on this team. I have met some great women in the in the, in the group that they have for the team. And so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to come back okay. with the awesome and talented. I am so super proud of this one right here. Tasha's the man. All right. Let's see. Let's get us some music. Busting my tail on a nine to five. Just to keep up, try to stay alive. Promise my lady we gon' be alright. She be crying while she praying for a better life. Hustling on the side for a bag of rice. Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay Gotta stay searching for a better day Gotta keep my faith to make a way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia, hold me down Keep my feet planted on solid ground From the New York coast to the Florida shine Up to the Maryland, D.C. line Back down south, red peach prime Sweet Georgia
now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Miss Leisha. You know, for those who don't know who I am, I am the CEO of Writing Realty Promotions, but I am also the co-owner of of Reese World Publishing. And so tonight we're going to have the fabulous opportunity of having my authors on here and just have a good time in literature with the family. And, you know, I got my right hand and sometimes my left. This is my diva. She is always, always working by my side. The fabulous Miss Tony. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all something. Come here. Come closer. Y'all need an editor? She got that hardcore red pen. I tell everybody that. <laughs> we push each other's brand. She pushes mine. I push her. I preach her, appreciate her so much. The fabulous and awesome Miss Tony. Hey, Hunty. Oh, thank you, Lee. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, bro. Yes. We are some powerful women over here trying to make our, put our stamp on our brand. So please follow us and support us because we always are supporting everyone. So we would love to have that reciprocated, and we appreciate you guys. Absolutely. And if you would like to listen to our archives, make sure you head over to blogtalk.com or iTunes where you can catch us as a podcast. We appreciate everybody that supports us. Let's Chat is an award-winning show. We welcome everybody to come and celebrate literature and art the royal way with us. We got our first guest from Reese World Publishing, the fabulous Tasha DeMay. Now, let me tell you about this author right here. We got a little kickback in the, in the, in the background, Tasha. But I am so super proud of this Tasha. Let me let me turn this thing down. I am so super proud of her. She has really come out of her shell. Uh, we've been working together for maybe three or four years, but I, I love working with Tasha. We do we not care sometimes, but I do. She is. When I say she grinds, y'all, her grind don't stop. Welcome, Tasha. Welcome. Thanks. I'm telling you, I forgot. I sure did. (laughs) I forgot. I just, I'm serious. I had had meetings all week. I'm beat. I'm like done. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, for all of those that do not know who Tasha DeMate is, as far as her pen, her blog, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and the passion that flows behind your pen. I'm Tasha DeMay. I'm originally from New York City, but I reside now in North Carolina with my family. I mm-hmm. wear a lot of hats, a lot of hats. And um, I write, I write. I started off writing erotica, and then I moved on to romantic suspense, and I have a cozy mystery that's coming up. And I'll move on to that, and I blog, mm-hmm. and I I just do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of things that I do. I just recently just started my own company that I'm really, mm-hmm. really proud of. It's just getting off mm-hmm. the ground. There's still a lot left to do. It's, uh, it's called mm-hmm. New York City Girl, and I have a website. That that I just put up, that I love it. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. I'm really happy about it. I really am. That's awesome, Tosh. This is Tony and getting into thanks that. so good. Thanks, thanks so much for joining us, Tosh. We know you're busy. You be grinding, like Leisha said. So we appreciate a little bit of your time. But you are, like you said, you are wearing so many hats, girl. How are you able to balance it all and keep the passion going in each direction that it has to go? Well, I have my my family helping me. They help mm-hmm. me a lot. They keep me going. It wasn't, if it wasn't mm-hmm. for them, I think I would be running into the streets screaming. <laughs> <laughs> but well, they, we basically, have that. they basically keep me going. Mm-hmm. Wow. And like you said, you, had, you, you, you originally started in one genre, but how did you find yourself streaming out to the different genres that you have shared with us? I, I hang around a lot of authors. I have a lot of author friends. And a lot of them, uh-huh. the, the one advice that they did give me, uh-huh. try to write, be able to write everything. Don't just put yourself in one genre. Try to write it all because you never know. Uh-huh. But that you, can be challenging. You never know. I mean, right. But how challenging is it to have to, to, to be able to even write in the different genres? I mean, some some people haven't even mastered one and here you are you have many how, how are you able to, to do that and keep it all fresh I, I took advice from let me see the first advice that I got was from Brenda Jackson and she told me when I first started writing read everything mm-hmm. good the bad and the ugly and make sure that you know what the people want what the fans are looking for just don't stick mm-hmm. to one genre try to do it all because you never know you never know right. when you'll be asked to participate in something like i'm getting ready to participate in another anthology this is to benefit bullying and it's a um mm. i don't know what i'm gonna write yet i'm still mulling it over but uh-huh. i i participate in a lot of things i have this group this this erotic readers and writers group where we do mm-hmm. exercises. We write, mm-hmm. all of us are writing together. Some person, somebody will start a story and then we'll put our spin on it and everybody will contribute to it until it's one story. Oh, that sounds and it, it, it so basically keeps me on my toes because I have to think mm-hmm. on my feet and Normally, I'm not good at thinking on my feet. I can, I can honestly say I'm like, I'm terrible at thinking on my feet. But this group, it helps me think on my feet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes situations like that bring out the best in you, and you don't even realize it. And I've, I've been fortunate since I started. Anybody right. that I've ever asked for help helps me. And these are New mm-hmm. York Times and USA Today and award-winning authors. I called them and they helped mm-hmm. me. I, I remember That's I had awesome. a meltdown in writing my cozy <laughs> mystery. <laughs> I called mm-hmm. one of my friends. Yeah, I can't tell this story, y'all. She always tell this story. Go ahead and tell your story, child. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I cried. <laughs> 
She sent me chocolate. Go on, tell your story, child. She always tells the story. She always tells people I made her cry. I did not. Let me tell y'all. This is the made over here. No, actually, you didn't. But I was, because it was out of my comfort zone, I didn't really know what I was doing, which meant Mm -hmm. I had to put extra effort into it. I had to research. I had to, like, I had to ask around a lot of my friends that this is what they do. I had to ask them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is the worst <laughs> piece of crap that I have ever written in my life. And I kept telling them, if it sells, I'll be lucky. <laughs> because, see, the characters well, got on my nerves because they're all whiny. <laughs> getting on my nerves. I was like, I need to jump in his face and slap this woman. <laughs> <laughs> but let me. But you know something, guys. Exactly. Tasha is not scared to push her pen. <laughs> I, I, I mean, when I asked about the cozy, because this is my thing. I love cozy mysteries. Um, I do. I love cozy mysteries, and I'm like, I wonder if we could have like more authors, black authors, that write cozy mysteries. You know, that's like a mm-hmm. murder she wrote or a murder she baked or a, you know. And so I love when authors are able to to just branch off in different um, genres. And so when I asked Tasha, mm-hmm. she was like, because she likes cozy mysteries, she was like, okay. And then a week later, she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept saying, I can't do it, I can't do it. But I had great encouragement, you know, so I was okay. Mm-hmm. I knew I would survive. <laughs> but you know something, this will probably end up being one of your best sellers, just because you feel that way. And um, I've had the pleasure of working with uh, Tasha, I call her Tasha Tasha, to, to edit this book. And the first round of edits, I actually enjoyed it, and I told her, why don't you like this book? I actually love it. Because <laughs> it's different. You know, you don't read many cozy mysteries, so it was a different flavor for me. But I think it's going to turn out to be awesome, Tosh. I hope so, because that story gave me fits because I <laughs> kept switching villains and I couldn't figure out who I wanted the villain to be. And I would go in the room and ask my husband, what do you think about this? And he's like, what are you asking me for? You write the story. <laughs> but I love who done it, And you really can't tell until the very end to actually think who did it. So look for that. Make sure you guys look for that. Taste <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I want you to just tell everybody just a little bit of the passion that flows and pushes your pen. Where does that passion come from, Tasha? The the passion to to write actually comes from my background. Since I grew up mm-hmm. in the system, and I was around a lot of different people and a lot of different cultures. And I mm-hmm. I was encouraged to write. I had friends that were like, oh, you should write this and you should write that. And I remember, I think I was 16, I entered this contest. 
I just sent in the story. I thought it was crap. I figured they'd send me a letter and say, you know, this is terrible. Don't send us anything anymore. I actually won $50. And that's what spurred me on to keep on doing it. And every now and then Mm -hmm. I'll enter a contest just to see how I would do. Oftentimes I come in dead last, and sometimes I come in number Uh 80 or whatever, but that helps me expand. That helps me polish my pen. Then I'll know what I can do, what I can't do, what I need to change, what I need to to get better on. Uh Absolutely. Go ahead. I'm all about the research. I am. I'm... I'm all about the research. I never take any chances on anything. I'm always calling somebody, asking somebody how to do something. Mm-hmm. And I, and like I said, I'm fortunate that I have these authors that are willing to help me. So that that's a plus on my side. Because mm-hmm. usually a lot a of, I hear stories where they're saying that other authors don't want to help them. And I'm like, who are these people you're hanging around with? All of the authors I talk mm-hmm. to help me. Mm-hmm. But you're 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 fortunate to have that. A lot a lot of people don't, so that's that's a blessing. Absolutely. And not even that, you know, because seasoned authors, they don't owe anything to anybody, you know. And a lot of times I don't think it's that they don't want to help. I think it's that they're already writing themselves. And most of the time, an author that is a New York Times bestseller or a USA Today bestselling author, um, they get busy because they start thinking outside of the book. And so they start Mm -hmm. having so many other things going on to sit down and actually write. It's something that's difficult. We recently had Kiki Swenson on the show. And... um, before I had her on the show, like, we had, like, a long hour or something to talk. I, I love Kiki Swenson. She is just awesome. But um, mm-hmm. she she was talking about that on the show. And she actually is doing a mentoring slash writing um, uh, uh, class. And um, Victoria Christopher Murray, I love her as well. She does a writing slash self-editing class. Um, Ian Joy, um, Joy Lynn Ross, she does. A, so they do try and give back when they can, but a lot of times just to sit down and be one-on-one with any and everybody that comes to them, time does not permit uh, for them to do so. Mm-hmm. But when you uh-huh. do have those people around you that uh, will share their time, Nikki Turner, you know, their time and their space with you, I think that is just an awesome, awesome thing. I think when I started hanging out at events with Tasha, I think I started meeting more New York Times bestselling authors. I'm like, girl, you you want to? You too? Yes, honey. I'm like, everybody is doing this. It's <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. Wow. Now, Tasha, this is T. Can you share with us some of your Favorite, the the favorite part, your most favorite part of of being an author, since you have your hands in so many different pots, what's your most favorite part about being an author? My favorite part of being an author 
is supporting other authors, really. Truthfully, it really is. Just going to their events. Mm-hmm. I learned how mm-hmm. to to I get ideas on how to do things for myself. And I ask them a lot of right. questions. What do you do when you get this? What do you do? How do you do that? How do you go about this? How do you go about the other thing? And they're always willing to show me how to do stuff and what not to do. Like right now, I'm starting, I started my company. I Mm -hmm. (laughs) I almost didn't do it, but my husband said, you need to do it. This is something that you need to do. Go ahead and do it. I contacted a lot Mm -hmm. of people, and I asked some questions. And like I said, I was fortunate. A lot of these people are really, really big helps to me. And and when I mm-hmm. don't think that anybody is paying attention, somebody will contact me. <laughs> she just called me a few minutes ago. I can't believe it. She called me to check up on mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But I I, I try to support all of my authors, and and I have some that support me. You know, they they're cheering mm-hmm. me on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's that's a good thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, Tasha, let's let's talk a little bit about your pen. What do you think the flavor of your pen brings to the literary industry? It's it's a, I'd like to see think of myself as being eclectic. I um I don't really like to pigeonhole myself. I like I try to do everything. I try to do it all. And if somebody is having a women webinar on how to write a um a dark mystery, I'm taking that. I'm learning how to do that. Whatever is out mm-hmm. there, I'm trying to learn how to do so that I can get better. You can't get better mm-hmm. just sitting around and doing nothing. You have to take those webinars. You have to be willing to learn. I have three totes of research material. <laughs> I have a I have a sexologist on speed dial, so I'm, <laughs> I'm always asking people questions. Always, mm-hmm. how do you do this? And mm-hmm. where do you get that from? And where do I go to learn this? And <laughs> how do I do that? And <laughs> the, the the year I went to the the BDSM Writers Con. I I had one of the instructors tie me up. <laughs> I had him beat me with a paddle. I had one use a whip, <laughs> uh, a violet wand, and whatever he had. I'm like, go ahead and use it. I want to see so I'll be able to write it. It can be reflected in my pen and how I write the story. I can't just guess. That's one thing that... I I noticed that a lot of readers get bad at is off guess. They can tell when you don't know how to do something. Mm-hmm. And my my friends, these crazy people, they will call you out in a minute if you get something wrong. Mm-hmm. I never forget my first mm-hmm. novel that I ever wrote in 2012. I don't know. I think I guessed about something. One of my friends, mm-hmm. this is what she does. She called me and told me I got it wrong. I was like, oh, Lord, that's what I get for not doing research Mm -hmm. and not asking Mm -hmm. questions. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I call it lazy pen because, you know, every time, you know, a little time sometimes people get lazy, but it's also called writer's block. But when that happens, what are some of the things that you do um, to get over writer's block? Usually what I do is I'll read over what I wrote. If that doesn't work, I'll just put the story aside. I like black and white movies. So I watch black and white movies, and I just forget completely forget about what I'm working on. And when I feel mm-hmm. like the words are going to flow again, then I'll go back in it, and I'll work on it again. Absolutely. Now, not outside of writing, because, you know, I always, I always, always push uh, our authors to, and when I say are, you know, I am co-owner of Reese World Publishing with author and publisher Reese Flint. Uh, and, you know, we always try to encourage our authors to think outside of the box, think outside of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Tasha, not, outside of being an author, you're an avid reader. Tell us a little bit about your blog. My blog, I've I've had a lot of blogs. My first blog was What's on Ellie's Bookshelf. It focused basically on a lot of Harlequin because I was I was heavy into Harlequin, and I I promoted mm-hmm. them like crazy. I even did a radio interview for Harlequin one year because I had mm-hmm. this one author that I followed. I had all of her books. She was like, would you help me promote my book? And the the blog took off. Then I got tired of that. Then I stopped for a little bit. Then I started What's on Ellie's Bookshelf. And I did that for a little while where I attended a lot of conventions. I attended a lot of book signings. And I interviewed a mm-hmm. lot of authors, a lot of up-and-coming authors, a lot of not-so-famous authors. And I went on, and I stopped. I got tired of that. I, you noticed I just quit a whole lot <laughs> in the blogging industry. But then I started it back up again because it helps me still want to be able to write. If I have to post on my blog, that means that I'm writing. I have to write. If I stop writing, mm-hmm. it won't. it won't get done. So having the blog, that was a method to my madness. It keeps me writing. I'm always thinking about mm-hmm. stuff. And, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder how you do that. Let me go and find this out. And then I posted on my blog how I did it. Before the new year mm-hmm. came in, I talked about getting organized because I'm just the worst when it comes to getting organized. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, that's what I wrote about. I wrote about how to get organized, how to start from A to get to point A, all the way to Z. So I did that, and I said, you know what? This helps me keep on thinking, help me keep writing, and it it just pushes me along because a lot of times I don't I don't have anybody on me now that I'm in the the author to go group. We have to write three K every day, so that that definitely keeps me on my toes with that, and I have a. I have an author that I partnered up with that we keep each other going. So that that's the that's another thing that I do that helps. I I I join groups that I know will help me 
with my pen, help me mm-hmm. expand, help me get better, because mm-hmm. I want to make the USA Today and New York Times bestseller list. I want to win an award. But the only way right. to do that is you have to put the work in. If you don't put the work in, people are like, well, you're not taking this seriously at all. So we're just going to mm-hmm. write you off. That's so true. That's so true. You have to be involved. Latasha, this is Tony once again, and thank you so much for joining us. But before you read the chat room, we always love having a fun question. And you have so much going on, so many different avenues that you walk down. Your question, your fun question tonight um, is if you could trade places with any other person for a week, famous or not, living or dead, real or fictional, who would it be and why? Uh, you know what? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't really know. I don't even know. That's a really, that's a really, really hard question. But I think if I had, if I had to trade places with anybody, right. it would be. What's that actress's name? That's Viola Davis. <laughs> I would definitely oh, trade places with I her. I love her. Because she gets to work with Denzel Washington. <laughs> she, gets to, <laughs> she gets to work with some fabulous, fabulous actors and actresses. I would just be her for a day. That's what I would do. Ooh, I would just be her for one. a day. Right. Tasha, you said that. I felt that, that Denzel Washington. I felt that in my spirit when you said that. So let me find out you having a um, Willie Gilbert moment with a Denzel picture. I'm just saying because you, that was that, you, you, you felt that. I felt that. I was like, oh, she was passing Denzel. Absolutely. I love it, Tasha. I love it. Well, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule, coming to kick it with the ladies of Let's Chat. I want you to shout out all of your social media, any events that you uh, will be having, where your books can be um, purchased, along with your website, or any other information for any other fabulous thing you have going on. You can find me on all avenues of social media, also Tasha DeMay on mm-hmm. Facebook, um, also Tasha on Instagram, um, um, love Tasha DeMay on, I can't I don't remember the name of that thing that I'm on. But anyway, I'll post all of it on my wall where I am. Mm-hmm. And I just started my new website. It's NewYorkCityGirl.com, where you can find mm-hmm. all of my books and everything that I'm doing, what events I'm getting ready to participate in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have my blog, also Tasha DeMay, on Facebook. And I just started a book club, Real Murders Book Club. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we have our first meeting in February, <laughs> so you busy, girl. We're doing that. Tasha, I am so, so super proud of you. You have really come out of your writing shell. You have branched out um, into your own, and I am super, mm-hmm. super proud of you. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you bring to the team, what you bring to literature, and you know that anytime you call me, I'm always here 
Yeah, you know, I have to cry on your shoulder sometimes. <laughs> and you know, Miss Tony, if I had that number, I would be calling you too. <laughs> well, I'm glad she said cry on my shoulder because most of the time she be telling people, child, she be telling people that I be making her cry. I'd be like, don't be telling people I make you cry. Don't do that. Don't do that. And like, is she really that mean? No, she's not. She's I'm not mean. mean. <laughs> well, Tasha, I'm going to have to send you my phone number Because we should always have each other's numbers You never know when we may need it Well, I've been giving out your cards And telling people to to check you out And look at your website And see what you're doing Well, thank you Well, and thank you, website, I so nice appreciate you She got a nice website, don't she? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. That's compliments to Miss Lee. You're welcome. Thanks again, Tasha. We so appreciate you for spending some time with us because we we can hear that you are a busy sister. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You are more than welcome. You keep grinding out, keep walking in your vision, walking in your passion, and I will see you in the group. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Tasha. She has come so far in three years. She really has. She really has. We're going to take a brief Mm -hmm. break, and then we're going to come back with the fabulous, this is the mother of the group, the fabulous Miss Rosa Arnold. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll come back with Miss Rosa Arnold. Discourage to tell you this, but just have the power. 
tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Back to Less Chat. If you are just tuning in, welcome to the show. We just had the fabulous author, Dr. DeMay, come and kick it in the chat room with us. We have the fabulous authors that make Grease World Publishing great on here today. Now we have our next author. She is the mother of the group, the fabulous Miss Rosa Arnold. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Good to be on here with you. Welcome to the chat room, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love it. I'm so glad to be here. Absolutely. Sounds good. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Now, for all of those that are not familiar with your fabulous tan diva, tell everybody a little bit about author Rosa Arnold and the passion that lies behind uh, the pen. Praise God. Well, I started uh, writing um, during the 205 or 206, and I I named the book uh, Al's Story. Al was my third oldest son, and he had been killed by some guys that broke into the store that he was working in, and they shot him in the back with a forty-five Magnum. And God led me to uh, go into all these communities that these guys had lived in and to start a center working with children from three to five and to do what I could to to cause a difference in their lives. And I found that what they really needed was love. A lot of these children were crack babies, and uh, a lot of them had been sexually abused, and uh, some even at AIDS. And God directed me how to work with them. And then I wanted to tell why I started the center. And I wanted to tell Al's story. And and I did a presentation of it. But then they asked me, why don't you write your story? Why don't you tell the things that that help you to grow to be where you are right now? And that would include Al in his story. And so I, I started it two or three times. And then I was so busy with the center that sometimes I just put it aside and I didn't work on it. But then I, I thank God when Reese began to write uh, books. And I said, well, you know, maybe I might start writing mine back again. And I had plenty of time then because uh, I had retired from the center after 20-some years. And when I started writing, I I did an overview. I did, At that time, I really didn't know how to dialogue it. And talking with, uh, with him and, and talking with Felicia, and I learned how I, I dialogued it. Which, well, the second book is dialogue. I did the overview of my life from the time I was was within my mother's womb, a strange uh, type of birth, and it went to the present time of where I was three, four years ago. And Mm -hmm. now in it, I try to let people know 
I grew up in a background of people that loved the Lord, and they knew how to go through tests and trials and how to look for him to bring them to the point that they needed to be. They knew even hard times, but they believed that no matter what I'm going through, God is going to make a way for us. God is going to do it. So then I grew up with that in me, and I've gone through a whole lot of things. But I want the people to know, and I was telling them in the overview, how God, if you let him be your background, if you let him be that part of you that uh, centers on everything else through him, that I might be able to help somebody not go through some of the things that I had to go through. I had some marriages that weren't the best, and um, I thank God that I had him uh, to keep me. But I want to show people, I want to show the young people how if we put our trust in God and if we look to him for all things, that we will be able to make it, we'll be able to go through. Things won't hurt you so bad. You won't go out and do crazy things, you know. But that that's mm-hmm. how I got involved. And that's the part of what I'm doing right now. And I want people to, to, to see the dialogue from the beginning up into where I am right now. Whatever mistakes, whatever trials I had to go through and, I, and all the miracles that God worked in my ministry because my mother was a minister and I wanted to be just like her. And so God called me to be a minister and I want people to know what God can do if you just trust him. You know, he can make many miracles happen, but we must trust him. Absolutely, and I love it. Let me tell y'all, Miss Rosa, I always talk about, and we talk about it here on the show, um, you always have to not only pour into people, because sometimes you can pour into people and then they're not pouring into you, so that kind of leaves you kind of empty. So when you have people around you, you have to have those people that not only that you pour into, but that pours into you. And Miss Rosa is one of those people that pours into every and anybody that crosses her path. So when she sat down to write her second book, I came over to the house and, you know, showing her how to write the dialogue. It's going to be hilarious because she talks about her brothers and her sisters in such a vivid um, description that you kind of feel like you're there. Um, she has one mm-hmm. one part where she talks about uh, they were all her mom went to the store and they were all sitting on the couch and she, they she said when my mama said you sit right here I, we don't move and so something happened and her brother got off the couch and set the couch on fire to get make everybody get off the couch she basically said I'm gonna make y'all get up Ms. Rosa said we sat there we sat there till somebody came. I love it, though, because I love being able to go back. See, Ms. Rosa is a Christian. She's a Christian fiction author, um, nonfiction and fiction. She has a book that's about her life, just just trying to inspire other people. But she also um, 
took us back, it has like a little hint of historical fiction in there where we can mm-hmm. get a feel of how it is and how it was at that time as a child and some of the things we were able to to, to experience through her eyes from her being a child. So that was the greatest experience being able to read what she's written so far. Ms. Rose, I just want you to... Tell a little, everybody a little bit of what you feel your pen brings to the literary world. Wow. <laughs> well, well, for one thing, uh, it allows us to, it gives someone else an idea of the things that they're going through in their life. Am I doing it right? Uh, It worked for her. Why don't I try it? And and, and that's a good way. And I bring my aunts into it, and they will say, young ladies, and uh, they were younger than my mother, and then they made mistakes. It was their first time having boyfriends, and um, they had never dated or anything like that. And... So they had problems, and I, I bring all that out, and my grandmother and my grandfather sat down and talked with both of them, and they didn't degrade them. They didn't tell them, you're going to have to go to the country, uh, gay Georgia or wherever some of our people are, uh, but they mm-hmm. said, we're going to face this together, and they said, it hurts us, but we love you. And that's the, the real basics of my my book is to show love and and, and even as a child, how uh, God used me. I, I was born with what people would call a veil over your eyes, and there were a lot of things that God would have me to say to my parents. And I tell you, they were they were baffled. Uh, even to the one that set the sofa on the fire, uh, on fire, I one time uh, when he was, my mother was going to the hospital, and I said, "Bring me back a baby brother." And, and my daddy said, uh, "We'll try, baby, but um, we think it's, it could be a girl or a boy." And she said, "No, daddy, I want a baby brother." And I had laid on my mother's stomach a few days before she went in, and I was. She said, "What are you doing?" I was talking to my baby brother, and so she said, "You may have a sister." I said, "No, it's my baby brother," and so they left her alone. They didn't press me anymore about it. And what did my mother bring home? George, her baby brother. <laughs> that was a mess. <laughs> I wish I could have sent him back. <laughs> but I love them. <laughs> and, I love that story. I, I love that oh. story. Miss Rosa, this is Tony, and thank you once again for joining us. You know you're my queen. But um, I just okay. want to ask you, you know, <laughs> you, you, Lisa said, talked about pouring into others, and you always bring such a calming um, spiritual to our group, you know, we always interact with each other on a daily basis. And you have God, like you said, root, rooted in your background. How difficult or how challenging has it been in this industry 
to maintain that Christian integrity and still come out on top and continue to pour into others. Thank you. Well, I have not been able to go out like I wanted to for almost three years um, after I started writing the book, the first book. Mm-hmm. I went into the hospital with pneumonia, and I contacted a bacteria, and it was a very deadly bacteria. Um, they had mm-hmm. to revive me three times. And the CDC came out. I'm, I never saw something in a muscle times I was in an unconscious state. But my kidneys failed, and uh, they had to give me dialysis. But the powerful prayer that I had, my, my kids had grown up around me, and their wives. Mm-hmm. They, so they, they prayed, and, and my best friend, uh, Pastor Wanda, they kept prayer going constantly. So when my kidneys had failed, after they gave me three dialysis treatments, and the nurse said that we need to give her another one, the doctor said, no, let me check and see what the blood says. When he came back, <laughs> my kidneys were doing good, but it was the power of God mm-hmm. that did it. And mm-hmm. um, I just, it's just in me. Um, I have prophetic, a prophetic um, in me. I'm, I'm a God. I am a prophet. I'm a uh, apostle, prophet, teacher, um, evangelist. Mm-hmm. I've traveled the United States and some other countries, and um, God put a love in me that mm-hmm. no matter if you hurt me, I will still love you, even though sometimes I want to hit you, but I. Uh, you know, God won't let me do that. He won't let me say anything rough to nobody. <laughs> and so they think sometimes that I'm I'm too easy, you know, that uh, I'm just a wimp, but I'm not a wimp. Uh, Reese can tell you that. But uh, it's, just, <laughs> it's just how God brought me. And um, he, I don't have to touch a person. Uh, I can just look at you, even on the messenger or, or on the the website. And, I mean, not the website. I don't have a website anymore. I did for many years. But one that's going to help me uh, build the website. Mm-hmm. We're going to start on it uh, next week. And okay. But but God would use me. That was the prophetic gift that He gave me to be able to mm-hmm. see something that a person is going through, sometimes they haven't spoken it to anyone because they don't even know how to verbalize it. Mm-hmm. But God would show it to me and I would speak it to them. And each one of you means so much to me. And Aww. I love, I just love being on, on you when everybody's <laughs> talking and everybody's laughing. And then if God gives me something, <laughs> I give it to you. Sometimes I may call you on another line to, to tell you. But uh, it gives me so much joy. You all don't realize how much joy you bring into my life. I'm used to being very active and not being still that long. But what happened to me with that bacteria that it took them four and a half months to to cure, 
to find a cure for it. But I was unable to walk by the tubes being down my throat for so long and down my nose. I had, in other places, I had to learn how to talk again. I had to learn how to write. When they had me to write my sign my name, it was so scribbly scrambled. I said, Ooh, that don't look too good. So I asked <laughs> I said, let one sign for me, please. But you know, then I she started helping me with a crossword and, and all those things, puzzle books to try to get my mind uh back strong again. And a lot of memory I had lost. But God is bringing it back, and I'm so grateful to him. And I had to learn how to walk. I came home uh, being in a wheelchair, and uh, my legs would not hold me up. If I tried to stand up, unless you're holding me, I would go down to the floor. If I sat on the side of the bed, I would go to my left side. I couldn't sit up straight. So I always had to sit with my back to the back of the, mm-hmm. the bed that I was in. But those things, it took me a while, but I said, I'm going to finish my book. I couldn't write, but I could type. So I got on the the, uh, computer, and I was getting to type out pages and pages and pages. And I I praise God. Lisa helped me with some. My Wanda helped me with editing and all of that, because when you're on the uh, reading machine for a long length of time, it causes you to forget some things. So I, I want to make sure, and I have a friend named Sheila that also helped me with the editing, and it just became something that I wanted to do. I wanted to reach out and touch somebody. I wanted to reach out and help somebody. And that was what God had put in me. So after I I couldn't walk. I, was, I got ready. I was on a wheelchair. Then I went from that to the, um, what you call that thing? I went to, lastly, I was on a cane. And um, I went to, to a few churches. I went to uh, up, up in, uh, yes, I went to different locations. And um, I was able to take my books. And they having heard me speak or heard me sing or whatever, they were interested in what I had written. And and we sold out, I think, about 25 books. One uh, minister got, got 10 of them by, you know, for his people. And so that's how I would, would do that. And they would call me, they have one of your books. And I would call and I would talk to people. And I would tell them, well, you can get my book at such and such a place, and Sequoia, Georgia, is where the meeting was. But my son, Al's girlfriend that I wish she had married, and um, lives out in, uh, way out in uh, north, uh, you know, New York, up like, what is it? I can't think of it. But anyway, a long ways off. She, no, not Rhode Island, farther than that. And um, she has a, a book club, and she sent me a book that they had written for 14 years trying to get it published. And they had gotten it published, and she sent me a copy of it. 
And then I told her, because I hadn't heard from her in years, I said, well, I've also written a book, and I told her about it. And so she said, well, Mama, give, give, give me how I can get it, and I'll take it to the book club, and then uh, we'll all buy your book and spread it up there. And I said, okay, Tacoma, Washington. I said, okay. And uh, I wrote it, wrote all the information back to her. She sent me a letter, I got it yesterday, that she's out of town. She's going to be gone for a week, but she has the book. She's going to read it. And when she gets back, the book club will meet, and she's going to present the book to the book club. And so that really encouraged me. But you all have been encouraging to me because I listen to what you say, and I listen to whatever problems, and I listen to whatever ways that you've been able to to gain more and and to do more and to put your books out and everything. And that's what I'm incorporating into me. And I thank God for listening and rest Jesus. Read in my mouth is a little dry, but I thank you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Hold on. Get you some water. She's so sweet. Let me okay. take a seat. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go over and I and I sit with her and Miss Wanda, let me tell you, you think mm-hmm. you're having a good time now. We be sitting there next to you know Miss <laughs> Wanda, she break out with some smoothies and a little fancy cup. They we just they these two keep me going. But when I say that she's always pouring in just to sit there and talk. We just talk for hours and we just talk about everything and it's just so awesome. So awesome. But the one mm-hmm. thing I love, mm-hmm. love, love, love about Miss Rosa is not that she is just a writer with so much passion. Not that she is not that she is just a minister with so much passion mm-hmm. and love uh for Christ and for people in general, but she is a avid reader. And she loves cozy mm-hmm. mysteries as well. So you know if you're just tuning in, we talked about this with uh, the fabulous author, Tasha DeMay. Uh, I love cozy mysteries. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so Ms. Rosa loves cozy <laughs> mysteries and suspenses as well. Talk a little bit about oh. your passion for reading and, and the books that you love to read, Ms. Rosa. Okay. Well, I've been an avid reader uh, since I was about three years old. My aunt's taught me. First, they taught me with uh, small letters, taught me how the alphabet, and uh, they started with that with me before I was even one years old to to recognize. They made it a game that was playful for me. And then when I was three, they started uh, giving me small words, and they would read books to me. My mother read books, my daddy read books, and my grandparents read books. So I, I just developed a love, and what I would do when I became in high school, I would choose a, a author, and if I liked that book, I would read everything that author had. And a few times I was author of the month in school. Uh, it's just something I'm, I'm, I, I read because I'm interested in how people live and how how they 
organize themselves and how they get in and out of trouble. And um, mm-hmm. sometimes I will go to the end of the book, <laughs> and then I go back and start at <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> so I can see. You're doing a little cute now, Miss Rosa. <laughs> Yeah, some books I do, like some of Patterson's books and uh, other guys. Uh, but I, I love it because, see, then I can read the beginning and I can see it's like a thin thread going through it to bring me to that mm-hmm. point of what happened at the end of how did mm-hmm. they figure out who did it, you know. So <laughs> it's it's very interesting. And also I, I, I read uh, love stories. Um, I used to read Holocaust romances when I first got married. Really? And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. God, this, is new, God. this is new. She's still in tea, honey. Miss <laughs> Rosa, you was reading yeah. romance. Let me find out. <laughs> I love, I, I love, I'm, I'm a romantic type person. And uh, I love to see uh, the books that I was reading, they were uh, with the spiritual um notation in it and um, mm-hmm. then you would see well how they're going to finally get married they're going through all this stuff you know they can't see each other they can't see each other or whatever so it, it just interests me to see how they finally do realize and recognize hey you're the person I want in my life mm-hmm. and oh. and they, they you're the one in my life so it's just mm-hmm. I just love it. <laughs> you can lose yourself. <laughs> I've gone to so many countries and, and states in my books that, that I read mm-hmm. that I could just about mm-hmm. tell you like I've almost been there, you know. But it's uh-huh. it's, it's good. I love it. I love that's people. A, that's the joy of reading. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I love to read. <laughs> Absolutely. And she loves heart to heart. When I first met Miss Rosa, uh, and I would go over there, we would watch Heart to Heart. Now, everybody know me. No, Heart to Heart is my favorite show. I would watch. I, I mean, I would just sit there and binge watch. It come on at midnight, I'm watching Heart to Heart. That's my show. And so one day I went over there, and she was watching Heart to Heart. I was like, well, you know what? <laughs> one of my favorite shows. Because, <laughs> man, they took it off. But I love I love things like that. A little mystery, a little love, you know, and um mm-hmm. just basically seeing how people can work their lives to bring themselves together to a point that uh uh-huh. they can live together, you know, they can be uh-huh. as one. And it's it's just uh-huh. interesting. Maybe one day I might write something like that. But in my book that I'm writing now, it's a lot of love in it. My grandparents mm-hmm. dearly loved each other, and then my mother and father loved each other. So I'm, I'm, I'm just having love all around me, and um, you know they kiss in front of us. <laughs> my, my aunts would tease them and say, "In front of the children, Mama, no." <laughs> but so then I'm, I'm interested. Then you know what does this kiss mean? <laughs> but with my first boyfriend. <laughs> He did not know how the kids believe me. Oh, Hallelujah. Rosa, Rosa. <laughs> Let me find out. Somebody yeah, I had to teach him how, even though I didn't know, but I was bumping my mother and my grandmother and, you know, 
So he was my first boyfriend, but I had to say, mm-hmm, it don't work like this. <laughs> and then I found out when I told my, I found out when I told my mother about him and told her what his name was. She said, "Oh, you can't go with him." I said, "Why?" She said, "Because I nursed him when he was a baby, and when I had to leave you at." Uh, my mother's, when you needed milk, she she breastfeed you. So you're just like brothers and uh-huh. sisters. We both breastfeed you. So <laughs> you can't go with me. <laughs> that was true. That, oh, that was good. Uh, yeah. Make sure you ain't kiss on him no more. Y'all like family. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I, think I, love I love it. <laughs> we are so glad that you took time out to come and kick it with us here in the chat room. Now, Ms. Rosa, you know, she always gives a fun question. She always gives a fun question <laughs> to the guests when she comes in. I know she's going to be this is gonna be a good question, so you don't have to clutch your pearls because I'm, I'm sure this is going to be a good question for you. But I'm excited to see what she has in store for you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, I got I to gotta tread lightly with our queen here because, uh, you know, she, she, she brings a different flavor to the, to the show, so... <laughs> Trying to keep it PG. <laughs> I love it. I love it. She's so awesome. Okay. <laughs> but Miss Rosa, if we can, if we can look into your head, what would be, what would be, what would we be exposed to? Because you bring so much to the table, and you have lived so much. What is the one thing that would stand out if we can look into your head that you can share with us that we can see? The love of God and the love of his people. That's what you will find in my head. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Absolutely. Short and to the point. Now I, I love it. For you as well. Now, we okay. were sitting here a year from now talking about the accomplishments uh, that you have um, just just accomplished in 2017 so we're talking in 2018 about what you accomplished in I'm sorry if we're talking in 2019 about what you accomplished in 2018 what are some of the things we'll be talking about well my book and would be a motion picture okay mm-hmm. hey, all right Ms. I endeavor to have it such and it will be a trilogy because I I feel like people need, they want to hear more from the same people Uh about what they're doing and Uh things that come forth in their lives. So it may be longer than a trilogy, but that's what I, every aspect, different aspects of my life. And so I want to have the people wanting to know when is the next book coming out? How long is it going to take? So I'll be starting on the next one when I finish this one. And I want it to be such that the things that are in there, they get curious about. And that someone will take my book to someone in in the media and and, uh, Mm -hmm. they'll encourage me and they'll want to make a a movie from it. So Mm -hmm. those are my aspirations. Mm -hmm. That would be great. I I can see, yes. It's all I'm God excited is. about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Wanda keeps encouraging me with that. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey Miss Wanda. Hey, Miss Wanda, yes. Hey, I see it. <laughs> I see it. It's on the Yeah. Yeah. 
and Reese World Publishing, Reese World Media Group. We're going to take a brief break, and then we will be back with the awesome, awesome new author who just hit the scene, Malachi Taylor. All right. Let's see what we can do for him. We got so much music, child. If you know, we always appreciate everybody that always brings sends music in. We appreciate y'all. So we're gonna shout out to Wahida Clark and Nuance. This is from um her book that came out a couple of years ago. She did like a little soundtrack to it, but I'm gonna play this for Malachi as he strolls on in the chat room. This is state of emergency. <laughs> bitches, 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 bitches. You want me to do, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Corporate loving hustle, making money hustle. Independent business, 24 struggles. On the block hustle, crooked cop hustle. No sleep in these streets, 24 struggles. On the stroll hustle, tricking John hustle. Working the pole, that's your goal, 24 struggles. Counterfeit hustle, politics hustle. Flipping bricks to go legit, 24 struggles. Overbooked hustle. Writing books, hustle. In, in, in the pen with your pen, 24 struggles. Uh-huh. Getting that knowledge, hustle. Keeping up with tuition, 24 struggles. Underhand hustle. Made in Japan, hustle. Trying to come across that border, 24 struggles. Mafia, hustle. Conglomerate, hustle. Fall in love with a thug, 24 struggles. How y'all doing? 
we are good. We have to announce yeah. who we are with you because see, T and I sound so much alike. Sometimes people get confused, so we're we're to make sure and be mindful that we announce uh, who we are. But for <laughs> all of those that don't know who you are, tell everybody a little bit about yourself um, and the passion that hides behind your pen. Hey, well, I'm Malachi Taylor. And, um, well, I guess you could say I'm just trying to be the badass author out there. I'm just trying to be the toughest one. I'm really coming for the throne, you know, and that's really what I'm on, trying to separate myself from everybody. So I read everybody's work so that I know that mine is not duplicated, copied, nothing. Everything I give you is going to be raw, uncut, and correct. So, I mean, but but for us, to me as a person, I'm very humble, but I'm I'm aggressive too. So, I mean, you just got to take me in stride. All right. Tell everybody a little bit about the passion that hides behind your pen. I think uh, as far as my pen, what happens is I think my pen is therapeutic. Like, it's it's, it's, uh, one of those things where, like, um, when people just piss you off and you really can't commit the crime, so you write the crime. Mm -hmm. You do the crime through your pen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you you can get as ugly as you want. Without going to prison. <laughs> life is content. That's life true. is content. Tell them, Malachi, life is content. Yeah, it really is. Stay out of the way before you get inked up. <laughs> now, tell everybody a little bit about Bloodstone. That's your first, your freshman book, straight out the gate, doing so well. Tell everybody a little bit about that book. What, what went into you uh, put, pulling that, putting that book together? Bloodstone came from, like, uh, I had to, like, separate myself from Bloodstone. Bloodstone has, like, got mm-hmm. a lot of meat in it. It's like uh, mm-hmm. the characters that, that I present to you are actually, like, embedded in me some type of way. Like, those demons or those angels when I talk to myself. So it's like mm-hmm. some days I'm feeling like this or some days I'm feeling like that. That's who you get in those days. But as a person, you know, you always tell people, well, I never change or I'm, never, I'm always the same way. It's very impossible. It's very impossible to be the same way when you introduce the different circumstances and situations. So I take all my mm-hmm. circumstances situations and I introduce you to Bloodstone. And like I say, that's just different characters of me. And I want it to be different, so I introduce a different level of hustle. You know what I mean? In a different way. Mm-hmm. From from mm-hmm. different aspects of different parts of life, you know, I had mm-hmm. to do a lot of research and studying about Africa, diamonds, so that I can give you a lot of real with a lot of my imagination. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So, now, Malachi, this is Tony. Once again, thank you so much for joining Lisa and I tonight. Now, I want to stay on the subject of Bloodstone because um, I had the, the the honor and the privilege of. of editing it for you, and I just want to say, you want to talk about raw, everybody go out there and get that one click on Bloodstone, because that is raw and gritty, and sometimes after coming out of editing your book, I had, I, I was coming out with a dialect, just, just, just keeping it real. <laughs> you ain't yeah. get it, Nikki. <laughs> And Mika, look, Mika, let me tell y'all, he got these characters. This one character in particular named Mika. This one stays in everything. 
And I say she's saying everything, but she ain't nothing to mess with. She don't play no games. Tell us about no. what tends to creating the characters. I know you said they're all a portion of you, but when you put the characters down from your head to paper, um, because I always say this, everybody knows that I'm starting my book, and I have uh, I blog a little bit of just about my writing experience, and I always know that yeah. as a reader, um, you fall in love with the author's pen. You fall in love with the words that come out of them, and that is placed on paper. Mm-hmm. But as an author, you fall in love with your own words, and you fall in love with yeah. the process of taking those words from your mind and putting them on paper so that readers can fall in love with them. So when uh-huh. you go to create those characters and actually bring them to life, tell us a little bit about your process and what happens around that. It's, it's one of those things where, you you know, if every day was a sunny day, then what would be a sunny day? So you have to give people something they can love to hate. And Mika, mm-hmm. Mika was one of those characters that you actually run across. But she is multiple characters that you run across, and you just integrate them into one and just make her beat. Mm-hmm. And, like, she one of them people, mm-hmm. like, I don't even like her. Like, I don't even like her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I wrote about her, but I, I can't stand her, you know? <laughs> but but she's deserving. If, if we're like, like, if you're going to be bad, be the best bad you can be. Like, so Mika... She she just so she just so grimy and you don't know what's coming from her and she she just dirty and she played the game like that and the first lesson mm-hmm. in the game is that ain't nothing fair everything is free game mm-hmm. and that's how she's looking at it she's she's looking at the world as everything is free game she don't care about nothing mm-hmm. or nobody but just getting to the top however she got to do it and you know Mika mm-hmm. Mika one of them, she's a heartbreaker too but 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 you can fall in love with her. You can fall mm-hmm. in love with it, and that's and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You can fall in love with it, but you can hate them. And you know, you got a lot of things dealing with just people in general like that. Even family members, you got family. I love you, but I hate you. I can't stand you, but I love you because you're my family. Right. And right, Mika, right. Mika, Mika, is, Mika is family, <laughs> but I can't stand. Mm-hmm. You know. So, <laughs> but but she got some very interesting things getting ready to happen. You know, in part too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you just gotta. You just gotta keep a watchful eye on. I don't want to give you too much mm-hmm. of it, cause then you know it's mm-hmm. like anything. You get sick of it. I don't want you to get sick of my KFC. I don't want you to get sick of my Popeyes. <laughs> I just want y'all to, you know what I mean? I, I right. need her there. Well, my, I need her. I know you. You need that controversial character. But this is Tony once again, uh, Malachi. What made okay. you want to take your story? What made you want to take your story to the shores of Africa? Do what now? Why did you take your story? Why did you want it to be based on the out of out of Africa? Different, different. When 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 you see uh, a lot of books, you know, that come out, it give, it gives you so much of the same thing that you could almost expect what's gonna happen. You almost know that this person gonna come back, that person gonna die, this is gonna happen. Well, if I bring mm-hmm. it out of Africa. Then it's hard to pinpoint my location like this GPS on this telephone I got. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna be able to pinpoint what's getting ready to happen if I take you to Africa because you don't know Africa like you know your bloody streets. But when I take you there, mm-hmm. it's That's something a good different. Point. It, mm-hmm. So I, I like I like the I like the fact that I could I could take you back in the time and give you some history right. while at the same time 
giving you some of the streets you love. Absolutely. You know, T and I, we book bougie over here, but we t- we call that the ability to have a um, a pen that is versatile, a pen that can just take you different places. It's, it's universal. Now, I want to go back and talk about these characters. What was Because you have females and males, you write both sides. What's the most difficult thing about writing characters from the opposite sex for you? Is 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 turning down. It's like tuning out. It's like trying to tune out who you are to be something that you're not. And it's, it's, it's interesting to me because... Like when you're born, you when you first conceive, you you know you right there at nothing. You ain't got no nothing to the X or Y chromosome hit you. So you have to take yourself back to nothing, and you have to pour that glass of water out and fill it back up. So I pour my glass of water out, fill it back up with Nika, uh, you know, the uh, water, mm-hmm. or or whoever else may be in there, you know, and. To fill yourself up with them characters, like you got to take yourself back to your auntie. What did you see them doing? What did you see your mom and your sister doing? Or that girl that broke your heart, what was she thinking? Can you make an excuse for what she did? And if you can, then that means you can understand where she came from. So with that understanding, you're able to get a tool with that character and understand why mm-hmm. they do some of the things they do. So it's, it's, it's really hard to do, but at the same time, it's quite easy when you're comfortable with who you are. Absolutely, I love it, I love it Now, you know, here On the chat room You know, we don't talk about We talk about more than just literature Because I think that writing is a process But it's a universal process It's just life itself Now, as a new author And you you get to watch and see How things uh, go in the industry You you get to watch and see As a new author How um, Things move around. What are common traps for aspiring uh, writers that you see? For a, a trap for a new writer? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's getting caught up thinking that everybody's going to share like you share. If, if you get caught up thinking that people owe you a share because you share, they don't. Because what you did, you're supposed to do it from the heart, and you know, you, you get caught up and thinking that everybody, other authors or people are going to be supportive. But they're not because they're thinking that the corner is just one corner, and ain't nobody got that corner, so they all trying to squeeze into that corner, and they're not thinking that it's money for everybody. So when you get caught up and thinking, oh, I'm a new author, they're going to support and this and that, or I'm going to share, and they're going to share me, you know, if you get caught up in that, then you're going to lose because you just got to keep networking mm-hmm. and pushing and going through. It's a lot of barriers. But at the same time, you can make it fun. You can make it fun getting through it. And then when you finally reach mm-hmm. success, it's like, yeah, you did all you did in the beginning, but you're going to learn. I know I ain't done learning my lessons, and I really just started learning them. But it's a process. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, being brand new, is, for, for me, it's like getting my name out. Getting my name out. I need my name out. I need my name on readings. I need my name on on. Puma. I need my name on Nike. I need my name. I need my name out. So that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You got to get into the stores where your name can get out. You know, and right now, like, I was just standing still, and I'm using my Facebook. But as I was told that if I only got 500 friends, only the 500 friends, is seeing what I'm pulling up and posting. I got to get out and right. reach out more. 
And, you know, I don't mm-hmm. want to get caught up in just, just my fan base. I need to get caught up in everybody else's fan base, too. Mhm. That's so true. Now, 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 this is your. Uh, this is Tony. This is your um, debut novel. Have you come across anything that you may not necessarily expected as an author in this industry? I didn't expect panties to fall off. The people seem to drop panties because oh. they think I look like Todd oh. <laughs> what, what the? Wait, where did that come from? Look, look. Hey, you, you said, said it was about life. We don't need you. We don't need to see you on uh, TMZ talking about something you was trying to imitate a, a rapper. Now we don't need them type of yeah. issues. <laughs> but he oh, does man. look like Ty Dolla He really does. <laughs> I don't. I done fell off my chair. I don't know why I did not have said that. <laughs> a mess. A This is what we deal with every morning. He comes into our chat box and we get together as a team. This is what we deal with every morning for Malachi. <laughs> and on that same note, Malachi. No, uh-huh. you just on that same note. I'm scared to ask you, but what has been your most favorite part of being an author? Them same panties. <laughs> no, nah, actually, actually, it's it's the part where people say, "Can I have you autograph my book when I get it?" Or they post it ah, and show the excitement okay. behind getting it. I, I really, I really uh-huh. encourage the review because they let other people know how the book was. But you, if you enjoy right. the book and don't share it like I enjoyed it and you spent your money, at least leave a review. I want the review. I need the review. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what I'm that's looking so for. True. So I, I need so that. And they listening, man, when you, if you read my book, leave a review. Whether it's negative <laughs> or, or good, just leave it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they're all good. They don't want to see me snap. I ink them up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you snapping. So don't turn green. Oh my goodness! You see this over these shenanigans we deal with every morning. Every morning in our chat room box, we get together as a family. We say good morning. It's seamless. It's a seamless connection, and I just love it. We have so much fun early in the morning. I mean, like before seven o'clock, before seven thirty, before everybody is off to work and up and having a good time. This is what we do uh, <laughs> every morning. You know. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for the things that, that are in store for you. And I want to give you the same question that I gave Miss Rosa. If we were sitting here a year from now talking about your accomplishments in 2018, what are some of the things we'll be talking about? I Actually, I'm working on a movie, a short film. Uh, it's, it's really mm-hmm. decent. It's really, really decent. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. But, yeah, I'm working on mm-hmm. that. Uh, I would love to do a like like not so much as a compilation, but like a, a series of short books inside a book with Tasha, mm-hmm. Tasha Demay. I would love mm-hmm. to do that. That would mm-hmm. that would be my thing. I would love to get down like that. You know what I, I got, mean? Uh, I got. He sent me a book uh, to write with him that I have sitting mm-hmm. on my desk. You remember that one we were talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's you sitting on I my do. desk. It's sitting on my desk. 
That's that's gonna be something too. That's gonna be something too. Yeah, it's dope. Mm-hmm. It's dope. Mm-hmm. It's dope. The new dope. <laughs> 2018 dope. <laughs> oh. I, I love his energy, y'all. I do. I really do. I love Malachi's energy, the passion that he has for his pen, his vision, his goals. He is focused. He don't let nothing set him back. And I'm just so proud of you, Malachi. Thank you. And I know we know you, you off at Skittles basketball game. Tell Skittles and Ashley I said hello. We want Most you to definitely. shout out all of your social media. Oh, you know, I'm working on Facebook. Uh, shout out to all my Facebook supporters. I won't say, you know, everyone. I'm just going to say my supporters, man, because every, everybody ain't there to support. You know, some people there just mm-hmm. when you get at the top, when you get to the top, then here they come. You know, they don't, they don't know mm-hmm. nothing about supporting from the bottom. So I mm-hmm. want to shout out to my right. supporters on my Facebook, my Instagram. You know, uh, I'm making another page now, uh, my Malachi Book Clubs, you know, uh, page. You know, people that mm-hmm. hit the like button, anything like that, you know, just support, period. You know, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. for those who don't, then, hey, man, I see y'all at the top. You know, that's all I can tell them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We yeah. talked about that a little yeah. bit last night, too, uh, the team we did. And and I'm glad that he said that because this is the thing about support, supporting people. It's easy to support somebody when they're already up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the easiest part in the world. So, and I, I love the position I'm in because I get to interact with Nikki Taylor and I get to interact with um, Victoria Christopher Murray. And when they do hey, things, you said I Nikki, get it. You say, you say Nikki, Nikki Taylor? Turner. Nikki Turner. Oh, I, thought you, I, I thought you married her. I thought you married her. <laughs> no, I thought Turner, you got Nikki Turner. Nikki, if, Nikki, she'll be if in the you chat room listening. Room soon. Yeah, she's going to be in the Nikki, chat room soon. Nikki, if you listen, play the rewind. <laughs> play the rewind. <laughs> Girl, I am here. <laughs> For real. But we talked about that. It's easy to support somebody when they up. I don't care what it is across right. the board. It's easy to support them when they're up. But when they're down or when they've fallen down and they need that help and support to be able to get up and move up and move around in their vision um, and mm-hmm. just do things better, do things differently, that's when you know who is on in your corner because those people uh, are the ones that are there when you down. That's the ones that's going to be there right. when you get up. They're going to be continuous pieces in your life. Those ones that pop in and out just because you up here and when you down, they gone, and then when you back up here, they are, them the ones that's going to be mm-hmm. in and out. They're going to be in, the, in and out. You know, Oprah talked about um, everybody want to ride in the limousine, but they don't want to do what it takes to get the limousine. And so exactly. you have to be careful about everybody you have around you. And so I think and I see great things from Malachi Taylor. And we appreciate you mm-hmm. here at Let's Chat. We appreciate you at Reese World Publishing. Thank you for all the things that you bring to literature. I know it's going to be nothing but great things that comes from your pen. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mr. Kai. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Hey, put that whip up. <laughs> put the whip up. I'm not mean. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, y'all have a good night. All right. Hey, Thanks. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Turner. Nick, Nikki Turner, hit the rewind. <laughs> I'm going to tell her, I'm going to tell her, I'm going to tell her, I'm going to say, my husband Malachi, he wants you to hit the rewind. Ain't no uh, question. <laughs> Absolutely.
All right, love y'all. Thanks. Love you, Don. Take care. All right. Bye. All right. He is such a character. That is so awesome. That is so. You know who he reminds me of? Uh He reminds you of Cash. Ah, that's his character okay. and how he how he move around and do things. He reminds me of Cash, and his pen is uh is gritty like Cash's pen, and so I, I mm, see great things true. from Malachi. Absolutely, we appreciate mm-hmm. you guys coming to kick it with us here in the chat room. You know, if you missed any of our fabulous interviews, no worries, you can go back and hit up blogtalk.com and check out our archives. You can also check us out on iTunes. We are appreciate. We appreciate everybody that supports us. We are an award-winning show. Let's Chat cannot be anything without you guys. We appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Next week we have some. We got some good things coming. We got some good things coming next week. Next week we got Ty Marshall, Blacktop, Ian mm-hmm. Joy, Nicole Mitchell. Uh, we have artist Middle Measy and author Amin Meadows. They're going to come and kick it with us in the chat room. And in February, you know, oh. we got a long lineup. Yes, I'm excited because we got Nikki Turner coming uh, in February. And so I'm really excited about that. We want to appreciate, thank you guys for tuning in with us. Let's see, let's do a little music. We're going to do a little uh Dennis Fur on the way on out of the chat room. We appreciate you guys, and we will see you guys next week.
Are you an author looking for promotional services or a reader looking for a great read at low prices? In this competitive world of books, Writing Royalty Promotions is dedicated to bringing authors and readers together to build a greater respect for literature through our various promotional services and online bookstore. So head over to writingroyaltypromotions.com and check us out.